0: Hello, this is Anna from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 18th of March. India reported the highest daily increase in coronavirus cases today since early December with over 35,800 new infections. Total cases in the country have now risen to over 1 crore 14 lakh, the highest in the world after the United States and Brazil. The single-day jump of over 35,000 cases was the highest in 102 days. Deaths increased by 172, taking the total toll to 1,59,216 in the past 24 hours. The country has recorded more than 20,000 infections for eight consecutive days now. Since starting the vaccination drive in mid-January, India has administered over 3.64 crore vaccine doses, the health ministry said in a statement. Yesterday, Prime Minister Narendra Modi told the state chief ministers that they need to take quick and decisive steps soon to stop an emerging second peak of coronavirus infections. At a virtual meeting, he said, and I quote, If we don't stop this pandemic right now, then there could be a nationwide outbreak. We do not have to create panic among people, but need to take some initiatives to help people. India's worst affected state, Maharashtra, yesterday registered 23,179 new coronavirus cases, its highest one-day rise in infections this year. At a press briefing, Health Secretary Rajesh Bhushan said that about 6.5% of coronavirus vaccine doses in India are going to waste. The government said that Telangana, Andhra Pradesh and Uttar Pradesh have seen the highest wastage. Globally, COVID-19 has infected more than 121.1 million people and killed over 2.68 million, according to the John Hopkins University. The United Nations said the virus is likely to develop into a seasonal disease, AFP reported. However, it warned against relaxing pandemic-related restrictions based on meteorological factors. A 16-member team set by the UN World Meteorological Organization pointed out that respiratory viral infections are often seasonal. The Indian Express reported that economist Arvind Subramanyam has resigned as a professor from the Ashoka University, saying the exit of political scientist and commentator Pratab Bhanu Mehta has devastated him. Subramanyam, the former chief economic advisor, said it was, quote-unquote, ominously disturbing that despite being a private university, it can no longer protect or give space to academic freedom and expression. This comes two days after Mehta stepped down from his position. While the reasons for his resignation are not yet known, Mehta has been a vocal critic of the Narendra Modi government. In a letter to Ashoka University Vice-Chancellor Malbika Sarkar, Subramanyam said his resignation will come into effect from the end of this academic year, reported the Indian Express. With Mehta's exit, Subramanyam wrote, The university's commitment to fight for and sustain the Ashoka vision is now open to question. He added that such circumstances make it difficult for him to continue being part of the faculty. Subramanyam had joined Ashoka University in July last year as a professor of economics. He is also the founding director of Ashoka Center for Economic Policy. The father of the woman who had accused former Karnataka minister Ramesh Jarki Holi of sexual harassment has alleged that her daughter has been kidnapped, the Indian Express reported. Jarki Holi, a BJP leader, had resigned as the state's water resources minister on 3rd of March after television channels aired images and played a sex CD purportedly featuring him and the unidentified woman. He allegedly harassed the woman in return for a government job. The police registered a complaint on Tuesday after the woman's father said he had not been able to contact his daughter since 2nd of March, the day when the alleged tape was aired by local news channels. The complainant alleged that his daughter was abducted from her PG accommodation in Bengaluru and was being held captive at a secret location. The complaint said the woman was forced into filming fake indecent videos which were later shared with the media to harass her. According to the family, the daughter had told them her pictures had been morphed to create a sex CD. After this, she informed them that she was going to switch off her phone and go away for a while. The police have been searching for the woman and two others suspected to be her associates. A senior Bengaluru police officer told the Indian Express, and I quote, We have pasted notices for her to appear and provide her statement by assuring all protection. An email has been sent to her address. There has been no response from her so far. Unquote. Jarki Holi has denied the allegations levelled against him and claimed on 9th of March that a top Karnataka leader had falsely implicated him in a sex scandal which cost him his political career and reputation. Prime Minister Narendra Modi addressed a public rally in West Bengal's Purulia today. Attacking the Mamata Banerjee government, he said that the TMC has made the lives of the people difficult. He said the people of Purulia have been given a life riddled with water crisis. He added that the left and the TMC governments neglected industrial development of Purulia. He said and I quote, This land is a witness to Lord Ram and Goddess Sita's exile. This land has Sita Kund. It is also said that when Goddess Sita was thirsty, Lord Ram got water from the ground by hitting it with an arrow. It is an irony that Purulia faces a water crisis today. They have given Purulia migration. They have given the poor of Purulia discriminatory governance. They have given Purulia an identity of being one of the most backward areas of the country." Appealing to the people of Bengal to vote for the BJP, Modi said the TMC will be punished for 10 years of misrule and politics of appeasement. With the first phase of assembly elections commencing in 10 days, campaigning in four states and a union territory is heating up. The first phase of polls to West Bengal and Assam will be held on 27th of March. Tamil Nadu, Kerala, and Puducherry will vote subsequently. Our reporters have gone to the ground to report on the assembly elections. They will strive to get you fair and accurate reports and analysis of the election, but they will need your support. You can help fund our election coverage by contributing to our NL Sena project called Assembly Elections 2021. And while you are at it, you can read Meghnaad and Pariksit's report from Kolkata titled TMC flags on the BJP office, the story of why BJP is imploding in Havra. On 16th of March, supporters of the BJP held angry protests outside the party's election office in Kolkata and heckled senior leaders. All hell broke loose and the Kolkata police hit the protesters with lati and swiftly cleared the area. But what led to the anger? News Laundry went to Panchla and Domjur to find out what churned the anger. Dear listeners, our team can report from the ground only because you support us. We are an independent news platform producing podcasts, ground reports, interviews, videos, media critique and much more. We would not be able to do all this work if not for our subscribers. So, if you aren't a subscriber already, join the movement to keep news free and independent. Go to newslaundry.com and hit the subscribe button at the top right-hand corner of the website. Our lowest subscription starts at 300 rupees a month only. Pay to keep news free. Myanmar's overthrown leader Aung San Suu Kyi is set to face new charges of corruption from the generals who seized power in a coup on 1st of February, as protesters fighting to restore democracy face increasing isolation behind a mobile data blackout. The 75-year-old Nobel laureate, who was taken into custody along with other top aides as the military took control of the country, has already been charged with owning unlicensed walkie-talkies and violating coronavirus restrictions. On Wednesday night, the military broadcaster Mia Vedi aired a video of a Myanmar businessman confessing to giving her a total of $550,000 over several years. Mong Wake, a property developer, said he had donated money to senior government figures for the good of his business. An announcer said during the broadcast, and I quote, Ong San Suu Kyi committed corruption and authorities are preparing to charge her according to anti-corruption law, unquote. This is not the first time corruption allegations have been lodged against her. Last week, a military spokesman said a now-detained chief minister had admitted to giving her $600,000 and more than 10 kilograms of gold bars. Dismissing the allegations against her, Su Kyi's lawyer told AFP news agency and I quote, "Those accusations are groundless and illogical." Unquote. Adding that most people in Myanmar would not believe the allegations, he said and I quote again, Aung San Suu Kyi may have her defects, but bribery and corruption are not her traits. Three people have been killed and 11 others wounded when a roadside bomb hit a bus carrying Afghan government employees in Kabul on Thursday, officials said. The bombing came on the day the Afghan government, Taliban, the United States and Russia gathered in Moscow to push for a reduction in violence to propel the Afghan peace process forward. A spokesman for the Kabul police confirmed the casualty figures but gave no further details. Another official said the vehicle was carrying Afghan government employees. No one claimed immediate responsibility for the blast, but the Afghan government has blamed the Taliban for running an assassination campaign against government employees, civil society figures and journalists. The Taliban has denied any involvement in the campaign.